0: The Blast from Our Past Network. Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. I'm Adam. I'm Tim today we have a guest ladies and gentlemen yes. please welcome mr tim menace
1: from talking back talking back Woo. thank you <laughs> <laughs> talking back that is the name of the podcast adam john thanks for having me on guys not
0: a problem we're trying to get you on uh, for a little bit we're finally able to get it to work out mm-hmm. um Yeah, Adam, the thing you just said right there, every time I hear, (laughs) immediately I'm like, talking back. back. Yep, always. (laughs) Every time. Which is a good hook, because that means it's memorable. That means it makes me want to listen. I mean, that's not the whole reason I listen. It's for that little robotic (laughs) voice.
2: No, But it's the hook that gets you there. I listen because Tim and Dean are bringing fantastic content each and every week. It's really good shit.
1: Yeah. Thank you, guys. That you're, you're speaking of Brian, our producer, who does uh, uh. Um, our, our intros and, and outros and other things. So he's been on the podcast a couple times. We sang a Christmas carol with him on one of our episodes. So, um, <laughs> nice. yeah, he makes an appearance from from time to time.
0: Tell the people a little bit about your podcast, the background, all that thing.
1: Okay. Well, we uh, we love to talk movies, comics, video games, and other stuff uh that's kind of our label but we're uh, we're willing to talk about whatever we want whenever we want to we just left it open so that we'd never get bored with the content we're delivering so as long as we're excited about it we feel like we'll be able to bring that excitement for other people so we uh, release a new episode every monday and it's mostly retro content we'll we'll go pretty far back but we will touch on things a few years old but nothing like really really new so so today
0: uh, this is kind of our, we're kind of doing, we didn't really announce this on the first episode of the month, but we're mm-hmm. kind of doing a whole month of Halloween, uh, for this. Uh, we started off with an album review of the album Metallica by the band Metallica, which kind of ties in
2: to <laughs> That's Halloween. kind of a big stretch there, John.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Wolf and man yeah, is think... like werewolves. Sure. Kind of like the Sandman idea. I, I think it ties in well enough. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we had uh, Casper last week, and this week we're going to be doing our top ten movie monsters. I was hesitant to say nostalgic movie monsters, but that's kind of how it ended up for me. Was specifically
2: yeah. nostalgic movie monsters. Um, yeah, I don't know if we did we we didn't set like a precedence that it has to be before the year two thousand. Um, No, and that was probably on me. Okay, (laughs) probably just forgot because normally we do that. I can tell you for me, none of mine made it past the year 2000. I think 1997. (laughs) I do have something from that, but besides that, um, I'm I'm all
1: before. I think I've got one in the 2000s, but for me, I I mostly went with like the memorable ones for myself not Mm -hmm. not necessarily the ones that I thought were the most iconic, but the ones that kind of left left that feeling in my gut when I saw them the first time.
0: Mm -hmm. that that's what I was hoping for so I'm glad I'm glad that kind of uh worked out um so let's kind of go just a little bit around the horn what is your experience with movie monsters are you are you a big horror fan do you watch that sort of thing Tim we'll start with you
1: okay I I was a a monster and horror fan uh, at a really young age and I think some of that kind of jaded me Um, in the later years, because I just, you know, was, was so filled with terror and excitement at a young age that Mm. it was hard to, hard to get that feeling back after, uh, after I got to a certain age. So I kind of fell out of love with horror movies, but I've always been a fan. Um, but the universal monsters were uh, a big, uh, you know, big influence when I was a kid, uh, along with a whole bunch of other stuff. So I, I still love a good horror movie, but I'm just not as into them as I once was.
0: Adam, I mean, I kind of know your experience, but why don't you tell, say it again for the people?
1: Yeah, um, I'm not a big horror guy. It's just
2: not really my my jam. I don't dislike you, horror. You
0: just say I'm not a big horror guy. Ho-
2: I, I mean, I know I love horrors. I get them all the time. Um, but horror, I don't love horror. Um, it's not. I don't dislike it. You know, if I can, you know, enjoy a movie, I I will. I'll watch it and then have a good time. But it's not something I typically seek out. And I think part of that is I wasn't really big into like horror when i was a kid i did i don't i i don't care for the universal monsters in fact i not to say i actively dislike them i just don't think they're all that good i think or maybe because they're a little bit played out in my head uh and so Mm. i like a lot of you yeah (laughs) i mean they each have like 20 movies each and they almost all suck (laughs) um but that's just my thoughts but so yeah you I, i will be very straight up i don't have a single universal monster on my list personally okay I'm
0: not that surprised yeah Uh, I also did not watch a lot of horror hardly at all Um, and the occasional movie monster which will play out a little bit in my list because mine is definitely a little bit more nostalgia based Mm -hmm. rather than whether I think they're you know the best monster or whatever yeah and uh, yeah and I still don't really particularly like watching horror now um, in fact, we were just catching up on Lovecraft Country last night, and there was an episode that came out that like f- bo- freaked me and my wife out. And we're like, we're you know, we're freaking forty year old adults, <laughs> and we're sitting here like, no, I'm not sure we can sit through this. I mean, we made it, but uh, it was touch and go there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited about this one though, because uh, it's it's a different kind of list for us. So uh, yeah, that's, this, is a, be... this is a fun topic. I'm looking
2: forward to this. It is all right. All right, uh, Adam, do you have anything else you want to add before we jump into our list? Uh, no. I mean, there's a lot of different genres that I kind of was looking through. And the, the funny thing is, movie monster, I kind of took, I don't know, what everybody's definition of a monster mm-hmm. is, is kind yeah. of, I don't know, up for de- debate. Exactly. And so I kind of went with a loose description, and I kind of went with whatever I figured could kind of fit into that vibe or not. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like, not everything is a supernatural evil being if you will i have a couple different types of things um even though like monster from in the classic sense has that that mentality
0: yeah uh largely this uh, the same in fact i think i would really say i only have one real monster from what would be considered a horror movie Mm, okay maybe maybe it'd be considered a horror movie or it just could be considered like a movie and a monster movie of the week whatever Mm -hmm. but uh um just so everyone's uh, kind of aware of the the rules of this, um, we go around the horn and say our, our, um, our answers for each one. If you have one that is higher, simply say higher, and we will wait to talk about it until we get to the higher yep. one, so that way we're all talking about it at the same time. Um, which is always interesting with three people, and I do expect <laughs> yeah. some of these might get hired Hired? Yeah, uh, I think so for a sure. We we'll probably have
2: some spoilered uh, you know, top couple is my is my. Yeah. Guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm
0: sure. So, let's go ahead and start our list and Adam, why don't you give us your number 10?
2: My number 10 I don't want to talk too much about this monster because I know how much of a fan of all of us are for the Star Wars franchise and this I think is the most iconic monster in all of Star Wars. My number 10
1: is the Rancor. Higher on my list. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I not surprised. Great, great, um, great entry. It was on my list and I removed it for something else. So
0: okay. Uh, I'll go next. Um, <laughs> my number ten is the one that does kind of come from a, a monster movie horror film, and it really only stems from one scene that has always been etched in my brain, which probably like terrified me as a kid. Um. And it made, you know, I don't know how how long after I saw this that it made me check the toilet every time I had to sit down to take a deuce. <laughs> and my number <laughs> 10 is The Ghoulies.
2: Oh, yeah. Nice. Not on nice. my list.
0: Not on my list, but I, yeah. I know that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I probably caught that on some sort of, you know, like Saturday night, you know, movie of the week type thing. And it freaked me out, and I probably saw it way younger than I should have, mm-hmm. which yeah. is probably why it freaked me out. Me too. And for some reason, that scene has just stayed with me. I remember it. I don't. I've never gone back to watch the movie, um, and so. But for some reason, it stayed with me. And, and to me, if 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 it's if it can stay with you like that, then it's it's you're nostalgic for it, yeah. whether you like it or not. So that's why it made my number ten.
1: Right.
2: Yep. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I mean, I I know what they look like, you know, because they're kind of like um, you know that that cult horror classicy kind of stuff. I mean,
0: to me, they look like alien garbage pail kids. Yeah, that's very mm, good. Yeah, <laughs> good,
2: good call. This definitely, John, you should maybe talk to uh, Zach and Corey because this screams pad to me. Um, <laughs> that you guys, you should definitely. probably watch this on that. Well,
1: game. the sp- the specific
0: scene actually comes from Ghoulies Two. Okay. I just picked the Ghoulies in general. Yeah,
2: fair enough. Okay. That's cool. They are weird looking necklace (laughs) freaks. I I like it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tim. Well, uh, I'm going to do a quick shout out to my bro host, Dean, uh, who co-hosts with me on the Talking Back podcast. Normally it's him who derails the podcast, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to derail this one for a moment. I just want to say one thing, and Mm -hmm. it is uh, about a year ago is when Talking Back got started as a podcast. And when we did, I wanted to find um, just like, like-minded podcasters so I could kind of just see what they're doing and and start, you know, a little bit of a community, just get to know some people. And the Blast From Our Past podcast was the first one I found, and I really appreciated uh, your episode on the... Uh, game shows the top 10 game shows oh, very cool. because you guys ah. shout it out you shout it out to uh, supermarket sweep which was a canadian game that yeah. i used to love watching as a kid so i was like that's awesome i love these guys already uh, a couple of brothers <laughs> doing what we're doing yeah and quickly from there uh the next one i found was cory and zach doing like, podcasting mm-hmm. after dark so you know it's probably uh, one of those things where they're associated with you guys so it comes up as well as something mm-hmm. i might like to listen to so started listening uh to both those podcasts so to be a part of the network part of the BFOP network now a year later and being on your guys podcast, it's just, I couldn't have imagined it. And, uh, both Dean and I are so happy to be part of it. So.
2: dude, We, we absolutely love having y'all. You guys are so, yeah. um, I don't know, interactive. It's been great. The, the best thing about like being a, you know, uh, you know, a podcaster and like being on the part of like this network and other stuff like that. I'm just talking to other really cool guys who are like, interested in nerdy shit that i like too and so it's actually been it's been a lot of fun just like getting to know other podcasters
1: yeah definitely yeah okay so i'll get us back on track here um weighing in at over 500 pounds one of the first movie (laughs) monsters to cross my path a species whose lust to kill is only matched by its code of honor the perfect mix of technology and genetics number 10 on my list is the predator Oh, higher. Oh, higher on my list. <laughs> okay. yeah. Perfect. We'll leave it there.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. Adam well, number 9. Uh, Dean, that was a great setup. I
1: hope you've, you've got a little story for Tim. each one. Tim. Tim. Or Tim. I say Dean, Tim. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I fucked it up. I know I'm, I know, I know we who you sound, are. <laughs> we sound similar. I know you guys mentioned you had trouble discerning <laughs> which one of us was talking on the podcast before. When I so. was
2: first, yeah, when I was first listening it, I mean, obviously you got it after a bit, but at, at the first like Couple episodes that I was listening to, I was like, "Wait, which one's fucking which?" Goddamn!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: Tim. It's uh, all, good. all right, my number nine. I think there's a chance is on one of y'all's lists, but I think there's a better chance is only on my list. Um, not really thought of as one of the great movie monsters, or I don't know, uh, colony of movie monsters, if you will. But they are so fucking vicious, and I, I they looked great, and I still think their graphics hold up. My number nine are the bugs from Starship Troopers. Good call. Not on my list.
0: Not on my list. And I think I just kind of forgot to think about them. So yeah, but I like that. Exa- I like I mean, that call.
2: Exactly. I mean, they're an alien species, so they can, may not fit into some movie monsters, but they are. They are so <laughs> scary. And I remember, like, you see them, like, rip people apart and, like, just the way that they swarm on things. I mean, they, I love the look of them. The graphics for, I think, 1997, I think is when that one came out, really hold up, in my opinion. Like, that movie yeah. is uh, is fantastic, verhoeven and it's just, yeah, a lot of fun. Those those monsters, like, scare the shit out of me. Now, granted, the brain bug CGI does not hold up. Uh, that one looks <laughs> like shit. But the rest of the film, those other bugs, you know, I think they're a little bit more meant to be somewhat reminiscent of um, a movie monster that's definitely going to be higher on my list. I'll talk about later, <laughs> but like the yeah. bugs themselves are fantastic.
1: Yeah. I like, I like that call. I think for me, it, I never, um I never got the same sense of horror and dread from, uh, from those creatures yeah. in that movie because it is more of an action movie and maybe mm-hmm. I'm feeling more comfortable as the movie's happening. Um, so I think it was just a little bit less intimate uh, of yep. uh, an experience with those ones. Fair enough. I'd absolutely yeah. agree with that.
0: All right, so my number
1: nine,
0: is, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, horror is in the title. But I remember watching this as a really little kid, and I think, I don't know, maybe our parents didn't realize that it was it was kind of scary. Uh, also a little bit adult, given that it was a musical. And it's going to seem like a really weird pick, but I remember I always remembered like, being scared of this when I was really little. My number nine is Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors.
1: <laughs> nope. That that is kind of scary. I saw it yeah. when I was young, and that that was a bit frightening. It was a bit weird.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely and I think weird. the the weird part is really what got me because I definitely remember seeing it probably at way too young age. Yeah. <laughs> probably this is gonna be the same for a lot of these, mm-hmm. um, but. It it always kind of freaked me out. I wouldn't say it was like a horror feeling. It was just sort of like a weird, uncomfortable feeling watching this talking plant talking about eating people.
2: I'll say yeah. that that first particular scene when Seymour has like you know the the blood dripping from his finger and yeah. you see it like sucking it out. It's like whoa, that's fucking weird. You're right. And yeah. then and then it just kind of grows and grows and and he starts eating people. But yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good monster. But yeah, I don't I don't feel super scared by it. But I just I love I want I want to sing and dance with it. <laughs> I if, if 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 I had Audrey 2, I'd probably feed people to it so I could keep you know keep it keep it alive and sing in a dance. It's got a great voice. So
1: that's how it get that's how it gets you, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it fine. fools you into thinking that it's safe, and then it's gonna before you know it, it's gonna eat you. <laughs> okay, uh, for my number nine, "Walk Softly and Carry a Big Gun" has never been more suited for this classic monster from the nineteen nineties classic Tremors. Number nine on my list is the graboid. Higher on my higher list. list. <laughs> yes, yeah, I knew. Right. <laughs> I knew graboids were going to be higher for me and John. <laughs> I see how this is. You guys just don't want me to say anything. That's uh,
2: exactly. <laughs> we're going to bring you on and then not let you talk. <laughs> you guys well, are going to have all, a list of
1: twenty by the end of this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all this means is is that uh, your your top five are probably way different than our top yeah. five. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Very possible.
0: Uh, all right. Well, we're moving uh, along at a good pace. Adam, yep. what's your number
2: eight? All right. My number eight is from a kid's movie that, again, probably not very scary for some people, but this character in particular was super scary. John and I talked about this. You know, when you watch it as a kid, this is the kind of animal that makes you pee your pants. Now, granted, I was probably peeing my pants already at that, at that young age, <laughs> but this one just made a little extra come out. Um, if the movie wasn't Traumatizing enough when a horse was being drowned in the swamp of sadness. Gamork, the wolf-like monster, was so fucking scary. Um, I'm assuming not on y'all's list. Not on my list. No, No. not on the list. But Gamork is so like the way that they shot Gamork, the way that he was obviously you know a robotic creature, uh, you know, in real life, and so its Mm -hmm. movements were just. Off enough <laughs> to be like, whoa! That's even freakier. And then Alan Oppenheimer did the voice for Gamork, and that was just—I mean, Oppenheimer is such an amazing voice artist that it was so scary the the way he he made it, it all work together. Um, that I I absolutely adore, but I am like still probably a little freaked out by that character watching it even now. I mean, that was that was our number first episode that we ever talked about because of how yeah. nostalgic we both are for that film. Um, and Gamork and his kind of the terror that he brings uh, is absolutely part of it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, I, I'm we're, we're so nostalgic for it. I went to the studio in Germany.
2: Exactly, you wrote on Falcor. Shot it. <laughs> oh, I cool. sat on
0: Falcor, not the actual Falcor. No, but a <laughs> fake Falcor. Although I did see, and I I still, I've told the story at least once, and I still never remember the name of the stupid turtle in Neverending Story. Oh, uh, the name Morla. What is it, Morla? Morla. Morla.
2: M O R L A. Morla. M-O-R-L-A. Morla okay. Think. Morla.
0: Yeah. I saw the actual head of Morla. Like oh. the actual prop that they used for the filming. Uh so for some other things. But okay. yeah, I definitely remember uh Gamork freaking me out. Especially because you don't see a lot of him. You only you see you yeah. know, up until up until he sees him face to face. And then when he sees him face to face, you only basically see the head. Mm-hmm. Um, you only see sort of flashes of him, and I think that's what makes him scarier, yeah. is because you don't see him most of the time.
1: Yep, I think I, I had seen um, like one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies before I had seen the Neverending oh. Story, <laughs> but the Neverending Story just terrified me worse than anything. I don't there know what go. it is, but I <laughs> honestly I, I can't watch that movie. I watched it one time as a kid, and I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm so afraid, <laughs> and I think my the only thing I can remember, of course, I can remember the whatever, the flying dragon. But, yeah. Um, the <laughs> luck dragon. Scene. The horse in this quicksand is like yeah. after I saw yeah. that, my mind went black. I had like <laughs> no other thoughts for a few days. And I was like, this is the most traumatizing thing I think I've ever seen. So that is a special place in my heart for the nice. wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> cool.
0: Uh, My number eight is not gonna be on anyone's list. I'll be shocked if it's on Adam's list. It is not a movie monster that I am terrified of. It is simply one that I am nostalgic for because I love the movie that it comes from. Um, It's a silly pick, but it's a nostalgic pick. Uh, It's from a movie that Adam and I covered way back in our first year. It's like one of our first 10, I think, one of our first 10 episodes.
2: And that is The Killing
0: Machine from Red Sonja.
2: Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised that that thing made your list. I mean, I do remember you remembered that 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 machine way more than I did when we talked Red Sonja. Yeah.
0: It's purely for the nostalgia of it from, you know, so many times of watching Red Sonja when we were kids. I don't think I was ever really scared of it. It doesn't look particularly scary. Yeah,
2: it's, like, it's like a metal sea dragon kind of looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kind I can't of. even
1: picture that. I can't even picture yeah. it in my mind. <laughs> That's all right. It's You're not. It's n- not even
2: a super long scene. It's not a big part. It is literally they no. go into a cave, they get attacked by this monster, and then they leave. Yeah, <laughs> <And> then, yeah. <laughs> but it gave it's you the short... feelings,
1: John. That's the important <laughs> it, thing. It, right? did. it did. Yes.
2: Uh,
0: so yeah, I mean, I, I knew it wasn't going to be on, on anyone's list, but I, I was super nostalgic for it. And, and anytime anyone says like monster, it's one of the first thing that comes to my head, hmm. uh, even though it's not. Particularly a scary one. So. Yeah,
2: fair enough. Yeah. it did it did yeah. some for you. I mean, and Red Sonja <laughs> is a fun ass fun ass movie. Um, yeah, we love that one. Ernie Reyes Jr. Uh, uh obviously Schwarzenegger, the greatest yeah. of all time. He just Damn. everything. It doesn't matter. You could say, "Oh yeah, concert piano, piano." Schwarzenegger, greatest of all time. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Bra- brain surgery. Uh, Schwarzenegger, he's the bra- greatest of all time. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't definitely matter. an
1: argument for anything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, good call. Interesting call, John. I like it. I right. like that. yeah. All right.
1: all right, Tim. All right, from the gentle breeze of Skull Island to the lights of Broadway to the top of a skyscraper, this monster really only ever wanted to be loved. Number eight on my list is King Kong. Not, not on, my list. Not on no? my list okay okay good um this was one that i saw a real real young age uh even though it was from 33 it seemed real to me like i felt like it was actually happening uh my parents wouldn't let me watch it but i'd always watch it when over uh, went over <laughs> my grandparents house and i just i love it i love the classic trope of kind of you know um men or humans not you know not knowing about something and just fearing it right away and wanting to exploit it or kill it um definitely get a monster vibe from the movie but i don't know if i get the monster vibe from king kong so
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh, it was
1: it definitely made my list though for for early uh, early memories of, of monsters
0: yeah. i don't remember watching too many king kong movies when we were younger no
2: we were not we were not a big um king kong or that other famous big monster who terrorized uh, some cities that i don't want to mention his name because maybe someone else has him on their on the on their list uh, but <laughs> Yeah, uh, probably the first King Kong movie that I actually saw and really enjoyed was the Peter Jackson one, uh, and so he—I just don't have the nostalgic value for it. I do understand and respect the King Kong monster for all it's done for cinema and how important and how cool it is. So, good. yeah, I think that, I think that's why it's on my list. Yeah, yeah, a totally understandable. Good choice. All right, number seven, Adam. Number seven, I don't want to talk about it because Tim already started it, and you probably have it higher. It's graboids from Terminator or for, for uh, Tremors. Yeah, I do have it higher. Okay. All right. Um my number
0: 7 um I don't think it'll be on Adam's list. It might be on Tim's list, but I doubt it. Um this is also not a monster that is uh on here because it's scary. Um and it's weird to think cuz I, I I I don't think of this, you know, I don't think of this movie as being that old. But like, uh, I don't know, it was like 2002. I think when I when I saw this movie I mean 2002 was a long time ago it's almost 20 years ago mm-hmm. so I mean that is that's pretty far back yeah. I was in college when I saw this movie but I just love the look of it. I just think it's a cool looking monster and that's why it's it's on my list my number seven is the Balrog from Lord of the Rings
2: oh, oh. honorable mention I was
1: so close to putting the Balrog and then in, in, in the <laughs> Rancor uh uh knocked him off great choice that's a great call. Not on my list, but you know what? I didn't even consider to put that on. Otherwise it may have made the list.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's just a cool looking thing. Oh, you know, that's this awesome. big horn demon dragon monster, whatever you want to look at it. They did such a good job of kind of really making it sort of, you know, it's, it's supposed to be like a, I don't know, like not quite a shadow demon, but that's kind of what it looks like, you know, b- built of shadow and fire and, 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 you know, I think the effects still hold up for it, which is really, really good. They really you know, they did a really good job with CG on the, those films. So it's just a, it's just a cool scene. I love watching just that scene sometimes, and I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll look it up just because I think the Balrog. I, you know, it's one of those things I wish we could have gotten more with yes. the Balrog, which mm-hmm. you know they did as much in the movie as you really get with in the books. So mm-hmm. there's not too much to it. So I just thought it was really cool.
2: And I mean, you get probably Ian McKellen's like best like single line in the entire film <laughs> you shall yeah. not pass and he's just he is being utter badass because he has to step up to battle this fucking monster that could easily destroy all of them and who is as equally terrifying looking
1: um
2: mm-hmm. you know it's it's absolutely a, a fantastic choice in my opinion
1: yeah it's a great cool. choice i love the balrog um that that opening to the the two towers where gandalf and mm-hmm. the balrog are continuing to fight you know when you yeah. think mm-hmm. gandalf might already be dead uh it's just excellent excellent choice i love that creature all right tim you're number seven all right now this next entry for me being in only a single scene i would say has arguably the highest terror to on-screen ratio of any monster if he invites you to dinner feel free to attend Uh, just make sure not to eat anything this monster's amazing design is rivaled only by his appetite for children number seven on my list is the pale man from pan's labyrinth yeah honorable mention on mine really
2: close to making it yeah great call
1: yeah didn't make my list either again this was just seeing that monster in that scene the first time i was so terrified and i mean i was you know i was (laughs) in my probably you know 20s when it happened so i wasn't like a young kid or anything like that i probably shouldn't have been afraid but i was and i just love The design of this thing how it picks its eyeballs up off the table and puts mm-hmm. them in its hands and then the hands go up to the eyes so it can see and it looks like it, it's moving slowly but then when the camera kind of cuts away it it gains ground a lot faster than you'd expect it to really really cool monster i love it it's just i'll, I'll never forget that one
2: yeah no i mean yeah. that absolutely one of the most memorable parts of that movie pan's labyrinth this is a, a fantastic gambler toro film but the design of that character is so interesting and you're absolutely right one scene and so many people are are memorable for that for the pale man it is it's crazy but it's well worth it yeah yeah i love uh
0: I, I i really like how del toro um approaches monsters in his film cuz he did the same thing even with um um oh god what's the uh, comic book movie
2: uh hellboy hellboy,
0: hellboy. you know i mean it, hellboy is uh, it's more Comedy, I think, than anything, but he still approaches the monsters in it as a serious thing, and it comes through because this his monsters are cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a similar, not quite similar, but kind of similar monster in Hellboy Two. That it just looks amazing. Um, I, I cannot remember the scene. It's when they're. It's right before the end of the big battle in Hellboy Two, uh, where they're trying to get to the location, and then this weird, like winged monster looking thing you guys know what I'm talking about you're staring at me blankly so I'm assuming Uh, (laughs) I can't remember it haven't seen
2: it in a while I I see exactly I've seen it like once and I don't remember much
0: it's it's only one scene it's it's when they're trying to get to the place where the Golden Army is and they have to go through this doorway or something like that and there's a a, sort of a winged thing but you you see it and immediately you're like that's a del Toro monster it looked like it could have been pulled right out of Pan's Labyrinth Mm. in this Mm. kind of funny pseudo you know comic book movie and that's what I think Del Toro does well, which I think he needs to be doing. I, I need to see him do some more comic book movies. Yeah. I mean, I loved Blade 2. In yeah. my opinion, which nobody is going to agree with, I think Blade 2 is the best no. one of the three. I'd agree, I, I'd agree with I, that.
2: I agree with you there as well. I mean, it's funny because I, I was thinking that the entire time. I think the villain in uh, Blade 2, which is Luke Goss, actually, I did a movie with him. Really nice guy. Uh, but he was the main villain in, in Blade 2. And. God, yeah, that, 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 for some reason, that film stuck out to me as the best of the Blade trilogy. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yep. All right, where are we? I'm We're at num- My number six, I'm about to start. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll well, start off by being hesitant because I wouldn't be shocked if this villain, another big horned villain, uh, this one might be on John's list at least. Um, God, he's so fucking awesome. He looks so cool. <laughs> it's Darkness from the movie Legend. Didn't make my list. Oh, Thin, I'm surprised. I'm a little bit surprised because um, I I know you're a fan of Legend, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Tim Curry, I'm a big old Tim Curry fan. And yeah. I mean, you get just this big Satan looking kind of creature. He's scary as hell. It's Tim Curry, for God's sake. Great voice. <laughs> great actor mm-hmm. when it comes to these kind of weird characters that is really it's the design that really kind of really captured me on this one. I don't love legend. You know, I haven't actually yeah. rewatched it in a long time, but when it comes to like those fantasy movies that came around the same time, it's not even close. Willow's a much better film, but legend for me, it's this creature. It's darkness. It's the look of him, the massive horns, the scariness,
1: the Satan vibe. I absolutely, uh, I love it. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call. I'm not a huge fan of the movie either, but mm-hmm. definitely an iconic villain and you can show almost anybody that picture and they're mm-hmm. going to say oh yeah i, I recognize that yeah, that villain. yeah. yeah. Exactly. that's probably
0: gonna you show you show them a bunch of pictures of legend and that's going to be the thing <laughs> yep that connects them to it and yeah. i have watched the movie uh i don't know, probably in the last few years and it doesn't quite hold up it's a little slow okay um, it's probably still one that we will eventually get to yeah but uh, uh, i hope so yeah we'll get there cool uh all right uh my number six your number yeah. six Alright, so my number six uh, was Adam's number seven, and Tim, I think it was either your nine or ten, Ten,
2: my number six is the Graboids from Tremors. Mm. Graboids? They're Graboids! (laughs) I I
1: love the way, that movie, God, talk about a movie that holds up. Yeah. (laughs) I Haven't seen it in a while, but I, I definitely want to rewatch it. I love that yeah. movie. I watched this so much as a kid.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh it's f- God, it's just it's fun. You got kooky characters, you know, with uh Kevin Bacon and oh God. Victor Ed, Blacon, Wong. Isn't What's that? Victor Wong
2: or uh oh the no, uh, the um, Ward. Um the side guy. Ward. Yeah, yeah, no, Bert, yeah. Uh yeah. Not Burt Ward. Not Burt Ward, that's that's Robin.
0: <laughs> 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 uh I I can't remember his name. Um but like just the you know, and it's it's a cool thing where you don't have to see the monsters Fred for Ward. it to be scary. Oh, sorry, what's that? Fred Ward. I Fred Ward. It there yeah. it is. Great actor. Yeah. Um. So uh, I won't talk too much because I everyone ahead and everyone's listening. I want everyone to get their say. So yeah, I think t- the scary thing for me was that the fact that you don't see them, you know, mm-hmm. other than the dirt moving for mm-hmm. most of it, and the tentacles, which doesn't doesn't give you the scope of how big they actually are until you know. Until we see Reba McIntyre going ham on him. Oh God, she's that! What a great scene!
2: <laughs> when, yeah, um, uh, when her and her husband are just lo- like that when they have their arsenal that they are just keep changing oh. out guns and <laughs> shooting in their basement. So Fantastic.
1: Funny. Yeah, but I, I, with, Go ahead, Tim. Okay, yeah. I just I just just gonna say that I I love like in, in historically you're used to these monster movies where uh the, the humans are running away from the monster or the creature, right? And they take that idea and concept out of this movie. This is a monster you can't run away from. So what do you do? What are you supposed to do with a a creature you can't run away from? So I really liked that it was this new idea um, when this movie came out. It was something you kind of hadn't seen before. And they did an Mm -hmm. excellent job with it.
2: Yeah yeah i particularly like how they're they kind of progressed with the monsters at first you started off where you're just kind of like kind of you know seeing as the monster going through the dirt at first and then you see the tentacles coming up and like oh god oh those are creepy and then you get the reveal of the big ass monster what they really are down the line and so you kind of get that progression of just like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck um just what a fun kind of campy movie to it 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 also, you know, it, it knows what it is, and it dives into that, and you appreciate it, and I love it even more because of it. Have have y'all seen any of the uh, sequels, one of the n- numerous sequels that they have? No, nothing, it gets no. It gets so much worse because the tremors, like, evolve. <laughs> they, they can start to walk on ground at some point. They can fly oh, no. at another movie. <laughs> They're not worth it. They, they, in fact, are pretty particularly bad. I think I saw two and three, and that's it. Um, but the first one, the first one, obviously, fantastic.
1: Well, if they're walking and flying, I think that takes away everything that I thought was good about the first (laughs) one. (laughs) Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I believe, Tim, we're on your number six. Yeah, my number six. So I definitely know this is not on Adam's list. Um, Mm. I'm not sure about you, John, but one of the very oldest movie monsters that you could find. The concept has been around for over 200 years, and we were all introduced to him as a child and probably know more facts about him than we actually realize number six on my list is the count himself dracula not on my list no not on your list okay no. so i guess i'm guessing you guys weren't the biggest universal movie monster fans um no. i would say that i could put any one of those monsters in this spot number six but i just chose dracula he's probably the most famous but all those old uh, old universal monsters for me i i love them they were like the they were like the accessible monster movies because most of them are just rated G, so you were allowed to watch them as a kid. You didn't have mm-hmm. to like sneak them past your parents. And I just have great memories of of the Dracula movie, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, big fan of all those. And they're they're just iconic, you know. They're these movies are not scary. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're really maybe they were meant to be scary back when they came out, but they're definitely not scary nowadays, but these these monsters are the most iconic monsters that I think are out there
0: yeah well you you don't get things like graboids and you know the rancor and whatever without having had those monsters first so that is they're a very important part yeah so and that's why they keep coming back
2: oh yeah yeah i mean they are iconic when it comes to in pop culture in media in books and everything um i think my problem was you know my little heart was destroyed by the never ending story. And so when you, when you go crush <laughs> through all those emotions and then you go back and watch like, you know, an old school, uh, you know, twenties, thirties, Dracula, Nosferatu kind of film. You're like, eh, <laughs>
1: that's, that's just yeah, I, I can see that. That's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: all right. All right. We made it past our, uh, bottom half onto the top half. Adam.
2: Yes. what You got, I have got the most charismatic, horror villain of all time at my number five Mm. um i don't think anyone has more flair than this guy right here uh and you know he's also got fucking knives for fingertips he is so cool my number five is freddy krueger great choice didn't make my list okay Not not on my list yeah so i didn't love the you know the the universal monsters but like that renaissance Of some other horror stuff I did appreciate, not as much as like some other people. I know Corey like adores some of those other ones. For me, Freddy Krueger is the top of those. He's got a cool looking, freaky facial look to him, whatever the hell happened to his face. Like all the very burned kind of look to him. Um, He's played perfectly by Robert Englund, who's played him forever and done a great job. And I'm sorry, Jackie O'Haley did not do nearly as good on that remake um, but like he is so interesting. He he haunts your dreams. He's got that fucking claw hand, like all John. I, I don't know. I, I think every kid ever. At least all the, we. I know you had a claw hand. You went as like a Freddy oh, yeah. Krueger or something like that. Yeah, we had that in our Halloween repertoire. He looks awesome. He's super fun. If
0: I see if I see one of those now at like a Halloween store, <laughs> I will put it on just to be like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. He's he's just. I don't know yeah the way the way he haunts you the way he uh attacks you and kills you from your dreams is really interesting i think particularly cool and so yeah i I just i love him i think everything about him is 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 a lot of fun
1: i I like him too yeah i I would agree with you out of that um out of that kind of time frame of Mm -hmm. uh jason freddy michael all those all those villains i definitely think freddy is at the top of it um and yeah i just uh i didn't quite get him on the list Okay, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. So my number five, I don't really think is going to be on anyone's list. Um, and this is definitely just for my nostalgia of the movie. But all of the cr- of all the creatures that are in this movie, I've always had an af- uh, affinity for this particular one because he's kind of the coolest one out of all of them, and he's the only one who gets a name. And I'm talking about Gremlins and uh. Stripe.
2: Stripe, okay. yeah, yeah, in good. Who the, was the it main,
0: all. the main gremlin from them? I've, I've always been a fan of gremlins. Um, I even like Gremlins too. I don't care how cheesy oh, yeah. it is. It is it's cheesy, fun. but it's
2: fun, and you get it's Spike fun. in that one. Uh, Yeah. But Stripe, yeah, Stripe had like the the white mohawk looking one, yeah. right? Yeah, It was cool.
1: Yeah. Was did fun. you guys see Gremlin Two in the theater by chance? Uh, I don't remember. I, I don't.
2: Yeah, I don't remember. I, I, wouldn't be surprised if we did, but I don't remember.
1: Because yeah, I remember seeing it in the theater, and I was one of those people that they fooled where the the film cuts. Um, Part way in the movie, because I think the Gremlins cut cut the film, but they they make you think that your film has cut, and I was one of the ones who was looking back at the projector (laughs) thinking, what the hell's going on here? And then they start looking back up, and I was like, oh, they got me. (laughs) Those (laughs) bastards. (laughs)
0: If I had to guess, I would assume that we probably – well, I don't know. That was early 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's possible. It is possible that we saw it in the theater. Okay. Uh, If not, then we saw it on, you know, when it came to television or rented Mm -hmm. it or whatever. But uh, I wish I could remember, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was my number five.
1: All right, Tim. Okay. So Adam, my number five, I actually had Freddy Krueger in my number five slot. Whoa. And I removed him because I wanted to give a shout out to my brother, Dean, co-host of the podcast and i put someone on the are list are you are you calling dean a monster
2: he dean is such a terrible <laughs> person i know it he's an awful person but number 5 on my that. list is my brother
1: dean <laughs> no i want wonder... on my list i'm kidding i'm kidding
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness that's great. we love you dean yeah. yeah we love you dean now i i knew that this would be a character on dean's list so i threw it in where i thought it might fit um, for him so Clowns are bad enough, but when a clown is actually a shape-shifting creature, billions of years old, that feeds on fear, well, it's time to ask for the check. Number five (laughs) on my list is Pennywise from Stephen King's It. Good call, not on my list. Yeah, same.
0: Good call, but not on my list.
1: Yeah, just, uh, again, not a huge fan of the movie, but it is a real terrifying creature. Um, I did see the the television feature when I was younger. Um, Didn't quite get the same terror vibes as the character now. I think if I had seen these newer movies a long time ago it definitely would have made my list yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah i mean i've already talked about my appreciation of tim curry and so his portrayal is pennywise i think it's fantastic but yeah whatever it was um i do remember seeing you know the old the tv miniseries and it just didn't it didn't do it for me but yeah, yeah you're probably not. right if the if the newer ones would have flip-flopped i probably would have uh, appreciated it more yeah but the design and the acting of tim curry all that stuff is absolutely an understandable choice it's a good choice Alright, uh, Adam, your number four. My number four. I would say without my number four, you're not gonna have the Graboids. You're not gonna have Gamork like the way you did. Because a lot of those took aspects from this film, which is just one of the just one of the scariest, you know, non supernatural, really kind of creatures. But boy, did he fucking make you just afraid of the water. My number four is Jaws higher on my list okay fair enough right. didn't make my list but
0: I, I don't I don't have a hard. I have a hard time seeing Jaws as a monster movie but it is yeah but it's a it's a great film so anyway all right we'll talk about that later all right uh, my oh my number four uh, was one that was mentioned earlier my number four is the Rancor okay in Return of the Jedi okay. I mean yeah he's goofy looking and you only <laughs> see him for a little bit but man is
2: he memorable
1: <laughs> he, he is <laughs> great he was scary he was at yeah. the
2: time. You go back and watch it now, and the way he moves is really claymation-y and just like yes. not not that uh, impressive. But sure. God, at the t- but back in the day, God, it was a really cool, great design to it
1: too. I remember yeah. being legitimately scared for Luke in that scene. I was like, "There's yeah. no way he's getting out of this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Little I mean, I he's
0: it's kind of it's kind of like I guess iconic at this point. And so I mean, I really don't have too much to add to it. But it's it was it was nostalgic enough for me I was like I knew immediately it was going on my list and it just yeah. I just kept pushing it up higher and higher. Nice. I
2: agree. I agree. I mean it is yeah, the uh the movie obviously doesn't do much about it, you know, um or it's just mm-hmm. like it's just that uh, one really major scene. But it is. It's it's the way Tim said, like, you know, yeah, you feel for Luke, you're like, oh god, how is he gonna do it? He this the Rancor just ate the crap out of that Gomorrian, uh, you know, that the, the pig headed kind of guy, you know, real real easily. Um but yeah, I mean it is it's iconic that it, it's it makes total sense. I love it. I love the Rancor. It's it's fun. It's ridiculous. Um, and it adds a good bit of like this um, this legitimate threat to a Jedi. Um, nowadays, I feel like they've kind of upped Jedi so much that like, you know, if they attacked a, a Rancor, attacked them, I'd be like, eh, really no big deal. You know, like Nothing. you've seen <laughs> – I've seen what Anakin and, and Ben Kenobi did back in uh, – or Obi-Wan did in uh, like, you know, the Clone Wars show or stuff like that. It's like, okay, Rancor rancors really ain't shit. But – back in the day before the lore of jedi of how amazing they are um it was definitely more of a a, an actual threat
0: yeah Yeah. but i'll counter with this uh anakin and and obi-wan were trained luke was not really trained he was only he was mostly self-trained so Mm -hmm. he he wasn't as powerful as he probably would have been Mm -hmm. had he been alive during the time of the jedi temple I don't know why we really
1: need to get, <laughs> to get I mean, into, deep into Star Wars lore, going. but <laughs> I'm gonna dig a, be- a bit deeper though because uh, sidebar here is that Gamorian in canon actually gets out of the stomach and um, oh, was shit. in was in there like trying. It wasn't necessarily trying to get something, but there was an item that the rancor ate and then ate the gamorian and the gamorian was able to come out of the tummy with it and like continue <laughs> on existing and had like achieved his goal of getting this item. That's
2: that's
0: ridiculous. <laughs> that's stupid. That's because, as dumb as is the the part about uh um Boba Fett getting out of getting the, Yeah, the uh, Sarlacc pit. Yeah. The Sarlacc pit, which <laughs> sure. I mean you, you know, I, I hate it when they do that. You mm-hmm. know, if it, if that's, if the Sarlacc pit is supposed to be is dangerous as they say then then not even boba fett should be able to get out right yeah
2: but those but those stories like the star wars story like they took a little thing for absolutely every little character they have an entire book for like the guy who says look sir droids like and all that kind of every little character (laughs) and every little thing has an entire uh backstory to it (laughs) yeah which is what i love about the star wars universe yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. true
1: all right uh tim right i think yeah 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 Well, I know I'm about to hear um, on my list twice because this monster is probably on everybody's top 10 list. Now, these shadowy figures weighing in at roughly 350 pounds are arguably the most formidable of all movie monsters. With a terrifying mix of strength, speed, agility, terror, violence, and non-tolerance, they've been referred to as you bitch the perfect organism and a dragon number four on my list is xenomorph xx121 from alien
2: higher on my list higher i wouldn't i wouldn't specifically say that one but xenomorph is higher on my list yes yeah yeah, yeah. i was just getting right. nerdy i
1: was getting nerdy because <laughs> yeah, xenomorph <laughs> xenomorph is well known but it's technically yes. wrong because that's just yeah. a term for like an alien like mm-hmm. a general alien something that you don't understand or isn't like isn't humanoid so
2: yeah so, no, you, you nerded out perfectly. I, ner- I but, yeah. had to nerd out
0: on that. <laughs> i had add your number three.
2: My number three, which was already one that was higher on both of our lists from Dean way back in number nine or or eight or something like that. Tim. It's Tim. Uh, no, I did Did I say Dean again? Are you <laughs> yeah, fucking you did. kidding me? Did. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so sorry,
1: Tim. I don't know why I keep doing this. That's okay. Just to clarify to all the listeners, this is Tim here. This isn't Dean. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's all good.
2: Oh, Jesus. Uh, <sighs> my, my number three is the Predator. <laughs> Higher on my list. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> all Fuck. right. So,
2: so, <laughs>
0: my, so since my top two are spoiled, but I kind of knew they would be at this point. Um, my number three, uh, I don't know if it's definitely not on Adam's list. I will be slightly surprised if it's on Dean's list. Cause I would no, have expected to mention this already. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only
2: one. Adam, I blame I'm you. Adam, I blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So sorry about this, Tim. Seriously. <laughs> no, we're, okay. we, we try okay. to be good hosts.
1: <laughs> I, I think I, oh. I should just change my name to Dean for the episode. <laughs> no. Make it easier for everybody. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's okay. oh man yeah. it's because on my um my skype handle here i have talking back i don't have my name <laughs> that like is true well so I can yeah. just look at your names and see i don't it, think
2: but... i don't think that th- what for me is when i listen to your episode yes you, you, you have different voices or whatever but you so many times you're like dean dean like you're you're true. constantly <laughs> like i'm
1: saying, I'm saying <laughs> you're, you're
2: trying to wrangle him back in so i hear the word dean from you so often that i think i just <laughs> associate oh yeah them. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. Anyway, my number three is Godzilla.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Not on my list. I, I went with no. King Kong instead of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Not on my um,
0: list. And the only reason he made my list, one, I, I kind of felt like I needed to have at least one of the universal monsters on here. And out of all the universal monsters, this is the one that I remember seeing the most. Mm. Um, I would definitely remember watching some of the older, like 60s Godzilla movies. I don't remember who showed them to us. Um, I don't think it was our parents. It might have been babysitters or family members or something. But out of all of them, I definitely remember watching Godzilla the most. And it's probably the one I like the idea of the most. I mean, Vampires, Dracula, I'm fine with that too. Mummies, I'm like, me, I'm iffy on. Werewolves, I'm okay on. But out of like the big monsters, you know, between King Kong and Godzilla, I, for some reason, I'm just for some reason, I can wrap my head around Godzilla more than I can about King Kong, so that's why I made my list. And I just because it's so iconic, I knew I had to put it a little bit higher.
1: Yeah, I'm cool with that. I, I like Godzilla, mm-hmm. um, I like that it's one of these early monsters that would fight other monsters, so it was, mm-hmm. it was a, a very exciting thing to see monsters fighting each other at that time. So. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was um, it was between Godzilla and King Kong. I went with King Kong. I had just uh, seen it a little bit earlier in my life, but I, I love that choice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, totally, the way Tim puts it, um, you know, they had like that Godzilla versus King Kong movie at some point. And you're kind of getting that mashup that would you have gotten Freddy versus Jason later down the line or... Alien versus Predator that you get down the line, which again, uh, or which if anybody needs to listen to some awesome Predator and alien content, go to talking back and mm-hmm. listen to, uh, Tim and Dean talk about their different AVP. They're doing through the whole series right now. It's just really, really fun. Uh, but yeah, like this, the, those two characters really set up like the, well, that I guess, and the universal monsters, cause they would kind of appear together in certain movies. But, um. It wasn't as big to me as King Kong vs Godzilla. Those ones, they really set a huge precedent of like these unstoppable creatures going after each other. Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, that's me. Me number three. Okay, I'm I'm surprised this one hasn't come up yet, and I'm wondering if it might or maybe it won't, but be careful who you trust because they might just turn out to be a parasitic life form from another planet that can imitate and mimic any organism it comes in contact with. Number three on my list is the Thing from Another Planet. Not on my list. Not on my list. Never no, actually seen eh? the movie. Yeah, yeah no. it's not. It's, it's just not my jam. I don't think I've actually ever seen the Thing either. Yeah, Never seen the Thing? Okay. Uh-uh. Oh, you guys should see it and then get it on your list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably make it. <laughs> it's just another really early uh, monster memory for me. I, I shouldn't have been watching this. This one legitimately freaked me out. I was terrified. Um. Really interesting concept because this this monster is able to mimic and turn itself into other humans and animals. So you don't actually know who the monster is. So, hmm. again, it's this idea, okay, you can see Jason coming at you, but what do you do when you don't know who the monster is? So, I mean, that that's a classic movie, one of my favorite movies of all time. And it was a no-brainer for me to get the thing on the list. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've never seen it. Um, I do like the idea of it, though, that not being able to tell who to trust and who not to. So, I mean, I've seen that before in other things, but yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. I remember um, there's that uh, Denzel Washington movie Fallen that kind of has a similar vibe to it. And that one, I really like that. I appreciate that style of, you know, the, the whatever this demon that was just, um, uh, you know, getting into different people and you and Denzel Washington had no idea who to actually, uh, that was
1: a great movie. Was it called fallen? Was that the name of it? Yeah. Yeah? Fallen. Okay. I love that movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Him and John Goodman.
2: Yeah. Really, really good one. But yeah, some similar kind of, uh, vibes to it. So cool. All right. Uh, Adam, you're number two. My number two is somewhere on your list. John It's either number two or number one. Uh, it's the Xenomorph. It's higher on my list. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right uh, uh
0: my number two is the predator
2: yep which okay. is my number three and which one was that for you tim like it was
1: my eight. number 10 my number 10
0: number 10 yeah okay. way too low on the list but <laughs> yeah i digress <laughs> i mean god that movie i i we haven't we haven't touched that movie right we've done so many episodes i can't remember
2: no what we no we haven't done. we haven't done predator we haven't oh. done predator and but I, it, I, I we both we I, both did rank our top 10 arnold's and predator was number one for both of us
0: yeah oh wow i I think it's I think it's because um I don't I'm I do not know if I'm afraid to touch it because it's you know it's such a good movie. It's like one of for me it's one of those movies um it's what I call my airplane movies. Like if I have to fly somewhere, it's it's one mm-hmm. I always have on my iPad so I can I can watch it cuz I can get through it I don't know how many times you know without without getting tired of it. Yep.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's so good. I I'd, I'd definitely say it's a 10 out of 10 movie. There's I don't think there's anything wrong with that movie. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yep, The pacing, all the different characters. It's uh, Arnold at his, like, you know, just peak awesomeness. Yep. Um, and yeah, when it's, it's just like, oh, yeah, Arnold against this other, um, you know, larger than life creature is really cool. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, let's
1: talk about that the design of that monster and how yeah. damn yeah. cool that is. Because yeah. that's another thing that, like, we've seen monsters up to this point, but nothing like this. Like, this mix of just sheer strength and brawn and technology woven together in this perfect like hunting machine but it has a code and honor as well it's it was brilliant mm-hmm.
2: yeah yep and, stan, and, uh, and didn't stan winston do the, the design of that one yeah although yeah. isn't yeah.
0: it isn't it true that uh was a jim cameron had a had a had a say like he was sitting next to stan winston on a plane yeah. oh yeah he, he always thought it would be cool to see an uh, a monster with mandibles and that's how it ended up with mandibles yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. i think that's the, the story i heard yeah mm-hmm. So, but it's cool because it's like it takes the first of all. It's a cool looking mask, you know. It's got all those big dreads and everything, and it takes the mask off, and it's ugly underneath. But it's like a cool ugly. You're one ugly motherfucker.
2: But yeah, they do a really interesting job with that franchise and you know they set up you really know nothing about the predator and its world and why the hell it's there and all that stuff it's just like okay we discern that it's like collecting trophies and shit like that but then in predator 2 and then in subsequent films you learn more and more about this this actual species and, and what they're doing and it's it's really cool i really like how they dived into the lore of that um
1: mm-hmm. of that different species yeah
0: yeah, yeah Even if the, even if the movies weren't particularly good
1: Good. Yeah, two, yeah, I was, just two was good. Say that. Even though the the movies don't always hold up, uh, they they yeah. always do have something new, uh, lore wise, in there for you that makes it mm-hmm. um, digestible and, and like you know, yeah, it's it's fun for those reasons. Yeah, you know,
0: I I think the very first time I saw uh, Aliens versus Predator, I didn't like it, and, and subsequent viewings, I've been able to sit through it fine. I, I you know, I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it's fine for what it was trying to do.
1: Yeah, yep. I agree. Yep. Uh, all right, Tim, you're number two. Okay, my number two, I didn't think this would be on anybody's list, and it it definitely wasn't. So I will just say that for my number two, who doesn't love a good getaway from the everyday by taking a trip to the cabin? Kick off your shoes, relax with a good book. Just make sure that book isn't the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, or you'll unleash a mist-like concentration of pure evil that can possess not only the living, but also the dead. Coming in at my number two is the Kandarian demon from the Evil Dead.
2: Yeah, I mean, enjoyable. Evil Dead is interesting, an interesting mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Evil Dead Two and and then obviously Army of Darkness. They really dive into the camp, and I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a great choice. I I, I do enjoy those films. Uh, the the tree rape scenes kind of a bit much <laughs> for me, <laughs> you know. But besides that, the movie is uh, it was really fun. I think it's a great call.
1: I yeah. like it it's just the the atmosphere that I get from that movie just uh, you know yeah. alone in the woods in the cabin with uh, this demon that you don't even really know what it is or how it's come about and then it can you know create these undead who come to life mm-hmm. and just the wail the wailing that this uh, this mm-hmm. demon makes as it's coming towards you and seems to be moving at an incredible speed it's just uh, it, it engraved a place in my in my mind and my, you know, my stomach for uh, just whenever I think about horror. That's one of the top things that comes to my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's a Good call.
1: Sam Raimi uh, knows the shit. Yeah, he does. So. Definitely. Didn't they
0: make a musical out of that? Wasn't there an Evil Dead the musical?
2: Oh, I think there was. Yeah. Yeah. I think there yeah, was. I think right.
0: I didn't see it, but it, it came to Las Vegas. I, didn't do, I think I do know a couple of people who did go to see it. So I'll have to check it up.
2: All right. Uh, where are we? Number ones, my number one. Do we want
0: to do some honorable mentions?
2: No, uh, No? we got three, yeah. Only because I'm afraid somebody might say my number one and I don't want that to happen. Okay, all right. Well, then We can do some honorable mentions afterwards. Let's do it afterwards. Okay, Okay.
0: all right. What is your uh, number one, Adam?
2: My number one, I'm honestly surprised, isn't on your list, John. I don't think Tim's number one has been spoiled, so maybe it's the same? I don't know. Um, And maybe it's because this character is not really thought of as a as a monster but he absolutely is he fits in um he's a terminator but he's not that terminator for me without question the scariest the best fucking vill one of the best villains in my opinion period um and he is unstoppable unless you're near like some lava <laughs> or, or happen to be in like a smelting factory the t-1000 such a good fucking mo- monster mm, in my opinion he's a great un- call unstoppable like honestly i might take on a whole colony of xenomorphs over one t-1000 because i don't think i could fucking stop him at all i don't i don't I, and robert patrick does such an intimidating performance by honestly not saying much at all um mm-hmm. john john and i were, were uh, we talked about double dragon not too long ago mm-hmm. and robert patrick's the villain in that one too but he talks a lot and okay. it is a campy bad film and it's like oh you should you should have just kind of kept the i don't want to say much um, yeah, because he does such a fantastic job. He is so intimidating in that movie that it's it really left an impression on me as without question the best like sci-fi
1: uh, horror villain of all time. That's a good call. Yeah, I I cool. didn't consider that. Um, I didn't for, either for the list, but yeah. uh, I, I like it. I like now that I'm hearing it. I like it. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, my my number one's been spoiled, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and I knew it was going to be just because it's, yeah. it's such an iconic thing. My number one is the Xenomorph from Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's a great. What what number was that for you, Tim? It was number four. Number okay, so it was okay. top. It was top five. It was top four for all of us. It was my number two. Your number four. John's number one. I mean, and it's a, oh god, what I mean, Aliens. Oh, do we need to say like that? <laughs> Alien was a thriller, good movie. Aliens is the one that made it. I think made all of us fall in love with that species.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that I think aliens is a better movie, but I will agree mm. that. Yeah. Well, the first one's terrifying. The second one brings a little bit more fun into it. And yeah, yeah. it is definitely, that's where I fell in love with them. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fair enough. I mean, it's, a, it's such a cool design taken from um, Geiger and just, it's, it's sort of weird looking. I mean, it's weird mm. enough. You see it and you're like, how is that really a thing? And then, <laughs> I mean, now it's like, it's a it's a terrifying thing. If you came face to face with that in real life, I I don't think any. I think pretty much everyone would just be like, all right, well I'm dead.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. dead before you know it. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> what do I do about this thing? And then you look down and its tail's through your stomach already. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's nothing you can do about it. So I
2: I remember John when we talked about um, aliens with Corey. I brought up that uh, the game the aliens versus predator computer yeah. game. That gave you a free pair of underwear because they said it was the scariest game <laughs> of all time, and it's going to make you piss yourself or shit yourself. But when you were when you were like the predator attacking uh, other people or whatnot, not as bad. When you were a colonist and the aliens were coming at you, was the scariest fucking thing. Like th- yeah. those creatures are so intense. Um, and in the Aliens movie, they really upped it. And the first one is a, is Alien is a great movie, absolutely. Um, but, like, they took it from – it was definitely a guy in a suit to in Aliens where it became its own crazy creature that I I couldn't imagine, um, you mm-hmm. know, it, it being just like a prop. It was it was its own life form that really probably did cause nightmares for a lot of people.
0: And yeah. I think the idea of it being a swarm of them yeah. mm-hmm. in itself is scary enough.
2: Yeah, which I, I kind of mentioned uh, when I talked about the bugs in Starship Troopers. I yeah the design, or not the design of them, but, like, kind of that, the feel of them as, like, you know, mm-hmm. basically being bugs and being ants, you got from the Xenomorph and, like, just that whole mentality of the queen and the main big bugs and, you know, kind of the other ones just coming out and being uh, drones. But, yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It's
1: such a smart move to go from the first movie where you just have the single alien to the second one where there's hundreds. Yeah. And it's so formidable in the first one. They can't really do anything against it. And then you get hundreds of them. Where do you where do you go from there, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. really... It just really gave you the feeling that like, a feeling of futility in that one,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. with so
1: many of them. But um, I know you guys are maybe more retro gamers. I don't know if you're uh, currently playing video games or or when you stop playing video games. But maybe uh, I don't know, eight eight years ago, maybe no, maybe less, five years ago. Um, alien Isolation came out. It's a video game. Uh, probably easily the best alien video game I've ever played, and huh. the reason for that is because they go back to the whole original alien vibe where you're just stuck on a, like a space station with a single alien. And this is probably the closest thing you could experience to actually living, uh, you know, living that adventure for real life. They did such a great job of just terrifying you with a single alien. Uh, I'd recommend anybody who likes video games, um, and alien just to go out and check out alien isolation. It's excellent.
2: Okay. I, cool. I remember seeing the box. I remember seeing some of the gameplay, but yeah, I never played it, but I'll have
1: to give it a shot. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Okay. So it's my number one, right? Yeah. Yes. Take yeah. it home. Um, my number one was spoiled by John, but that's okay. Oh, I My forgot. number one instilled such fear in audiences that it still affects people's decision-making to this day. Once thought to be completely harmless, this monster is more than happy to kill and eat human flesh but actually isn't really a monster at all. Maybe we should all just stay out of the water and make way for my number one movie monster, oh, I, Jaws the Shark. Me.
2: Yeah, I, sp- I spoiled it. it was, yes. Yeah, it was, was Adam. my number four. Oh, it was Adam. <laughs> oh, it was Adam. oh Adam had <laughs> it. Okay. I forgot. I forgot that you had that one. Yes, great yeah. call.
1: So that's just, it's, Jaws is my favorite movie of all time. Um, mm. The Shark has always just had a special place in my heart. And uh, for me, it is a movie monster. And there's no way it couldn't make uh, the top of my list. So.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's... Obviously, everyone understands and knows how great of a film Jaws is. Um, yeah. But what it did, I think, for for horror as an ass, it's, it's not. Yes, it has horror aspects, but I don't really super consider it a horror film. Mm-hmm. But what? But the way that they shot it and the way that they did, you know, seeing through the eyes of the shark really is something that they absolutely did uh, recreated with gomork in Neverending Story with Graboids and Tremors, like, and used it for tons of other villains and really made them even better for us because it's like, okay, I don't need to see the shark. And it's better that we don't see the shark until yeah. like the very end. Yeah. um And it's just, it, it really was a genre defining film that really helped uh, propel other uh, vi- uh, filmmakers into creating better content for us. Um, and it's, yeah, that that shark absolutely. It people worldwide people have a fear of sharks, and it stems from this film. Yeah, like exactly. people hate them and are afraid of swimming because of this one movie, and that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's got staying power. That, that's yeah. For
0: sure. All right. Well, let's knock out uh, just a, a few um, honorable mentions, a couple each. Adam, why don't you start us off?
2: Sure. Um, yeah, I guess I already mentioned a couple of them, but uh, ones we haven't mentioned. Uh, just because I love Arnold, I'll throw in the regular Terminator. You know, for I think for mm-hmm. some slightly older people, they might think that one's better, but the T-1000, without question, way better. Um, I want to throw in uh, the American Werewolf in or er, in uh, London, not Paris. The Paris one is meh. Uh, the American Werewolf in <laughs> London, much better. Um, very great design. Um, and the last one that I don't think anybody would even have a chance of, of uh, putting on their list, the Langoliers. Do you remember oh, that yeah. miniseries? They were yes. like big, big purple balls with almost like chainsaw-looking mouth teeth yeah. things going. Uh, but I remember we watched that that whole miniseries, John, like as it came out, and it was so freaky to us when we were kids. Now you mm-hmm. go back and look at the at the monsters, and they look awful. They look just like yeah. terrible, bad graphics. But for the time, I really appreciated them.
0: Yeah, I um, I don't really have too many, or hardly any uh, honorable mentions. I will say. Adam, I was kind of surprised that Species didn't make your list.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah, well, I like, spe- yeah, I I like Species for a whole nother reason. <laughs> yeah, this is, so do I. <laughs> Two of them, Yeah, uh, yeah. actually. <laughs> so
0: uh, I'm going to defer my um, my honorable mentions to to Tim. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, mine were kind of covered already. I had the Rancor. I had Freddy. uh one that I was considering, though, but I had uh, Jaws the shark, so I, I didn't want to use this person. But this person, to me, is the scariest part of the Jaws movie, and that's Mrs. Kintner. She <laughs> always terrified me more than the shark did. She, oh, yeah. she slaps Martin Brody. Like, she first does. of all, don't do that, please. That's uncomfortable. And then she always seemed way too old to have that young kid as a child. I was It yep. just always didn't make sense to me and frightened Oh, me, God. So. Yeah. I'll throw her on my list. That's,
2: that's, that's an interesting call, I, but I like it.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Tim, why don't you just give us kind of a quick, another little plug. Where can people find you uh, on the social medias and such?
1: Yes, definitely. Thank you. So again, we're talking back. I uh, host with my brother, Dean. We come out every Monday. We talk about all sorts of uh, entertainment based stuff. So check us out if you're interested. You can find us basically on social media. We are at Talkback Pod everywhere, and we're uh, mostly on Instagram because it's the most fun way to engage with people. So,
0: and that was our top ten nostalgic movie monsters. Please join us next time as we're joined by Chelsea Hall from the Ready to Retro podcast as we break down the 1997 Disney made-for-TV movie Under Wraps, and we discuss and recast the 90s animated show mummies alive if you have any questions or comments you can reach us at blast from our past at gmail.com and if you want to suggest a movie or tv show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast go over to patreon.com backslash blast past cast and pick a tier that works for you to find us on social media search for at blast past cast so until next time i'm john and i'm adam and thanks for joining us see you next time
1: Well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.